0: downloading this podcast from the Freedom Centre Church in Preston.
1: So we all went to Bradford. This isn't uh, an, an advertisement for the conference. We, we, anybody who wants to go, obviously can, we, can, we can go back next year, we want to go back next year and, and so forth. But this is really for, to earth a little bit of what the guys Learned, and when we start to confess things and speak things out, we begin to realise what we've learned, and uh, where we're at, and, and everything else. So I'm going to pass this microphone around a little bit. Um, maybe I should ask a funny question to begin to begin with, uh, but maybe we can share what our roommate was like. <laughs> T- Tim, you kick off and just pass the microphone down. Who were you sharing with and what were they like?
2: Okay, I was
1: sharing with John,
2: this man here.
1: He was, a, he, he was um,
2: an early riser, but that was okay. It was great, it was all right. I didn't see much of it because I went to bed early and then you rose up quite early. But um, but yeah, it was, it was good.
3: I shared with Will, um, and, I, and I, I prepped him before that he might want to bring some earplugs. <laughs> Um, he, didn't, he didn't bring any earplugs, oh, but, but he went straight to sleep, and he snored. <laughs> so I felt, I felt more comfortable then, and it eased in myself that I could go to sleep. And then I went to sleep, and then I think oh, I snored.
0: <laughs> I, uh, I shared with Richard. Um, <laughs> We had a we had a thoroughly lovely time. I learned some important lessons about trust in a friendship. Um, I learned that when someone tells you a photo is just for them, you, you can't always you can't always believe them. Um, but no, we had a we had a, a lovely time. The rooms were very small, so we had to kind of orchestrate quite carefully who was going to the toilet and when. But I think we got past that, and and everything was okay. We had a yeah, it was great. Thank you. I had a
4: pleasure, a lovely time. Um, I shared with the young man on the end, as you just said. Um, he slept. <laughs> as he, I, I tried not to wake him, but um, I, I'm sure I did. Um, but as, uh, it was rather basic, rather sparse. Um, the beds were very small and very close together. <laughs> I was very worried about that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was enjoyable.
5: <laughs> I, I shared with Tom. Uh, yeah, the beds were very close together but um, I think we both agreed that moving them quite apart was the uh, solution so Tom moved his bed right by the door. It literally <laughs> could not be further away from me so that was uh, good and yes, he, I can confirm he does snore but actually not as bad as I thought. I think uh, Jack snores a lot louder than that.
1: <laughs> you haven't shared the bed with me. Too. <laughs>
5: I can hear that through the kitchen. <laughs>
1: Where do
6: I start? <laughs> um, yeah, I shared with Sam. Sam is uh, uh, entertaining. Uh, I think it's probably a good word. Um, um, <laughs> always much entertainment. No, I, mean, I, I mean, there's a lot you can say about Sam um, you know, um, that the picture doesn't really describe. I mean, I did, I did, I did uh, kind of make it up as a double initially. Um, <laughs> Sam wasn't quite up for that in terms of sort of closeness. Um, but yeah, Sam is, Sam is a, a solid guy. He's, probably, he's more solid than he thinks he is. I yeah. Mean, uh, you know, um, as we all are probably, but you know, you know, he stands up here and introduces sometimes, and he, he thinks he's making a bit of a hash of it. Actually, saying some some quality stuff. Yeah. So I just encourage him in that really, um, and, and keep up with the entertainment. You know, it is you know just a benefit of us all. <laughs>
1: uh,
6: um, I share with Chris. So Chris and
7: I were in together. Um, yeah, it was, yeah, very small. Yeah, room set with the beds there, so we uh, we made some space. Um, but yeah, yeah, similar. We, yeah, we had a good weekend, and so maybe we? were all uh, mucked in together, and uh, yeah, it was good.
8: Uh, I shared with Dan, who isn't here, but I don't have too much to say about it. Um, <laughs> the, the other thing that no one's described in the room was that the shower was in the room. So it's a shower cubicle. You walk out of the shower cubicle, and you're already in bed. <laughs> <laughs> you know you know yeah. There was frosted glass, but I mean... I didn't watch Dan get changed. I don't know if he watched me. It's hard to say.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And Chris, who did you share with?
9: I shared with Matt very good, and the bed was really small. However, constantly hanging over... Trying to try make me. hopefully, I didn't do Did that. <laughs> but had a great time.
1: Fantastic, fantastic. <clears throat> yeah, we were all a team, and uh, which was wonderful, and uh. We we had some good meals out, as you can imagine. Particularly the Thursday afternoon, we weren't all there, but we went for a curry, and uh, that was uh, one of the highlights of the, <laughs> the trip. <laughs> and I've I've never I've never tasted a curry quite like it. It was uh, yeah amazing. Anyway, <laughs> maybe we should ask uh, when you arrived at the the venue, what struck you sort of first about the place and about what was happening. Not so much what you got out of it. We'll talk about that later. But what, what struck you first? What was your first impressions?
2: Um, I just think it was, it, it was great just to see so many guys together. You know, it's not that common for that many, you know, a couple of thousand guys all to be together. And um, I was kind of excited what to see. You know, it's a big church, a big kind of uh, um, complex and things like that. But it's it just there's a lot of organisation that gone into it. But it was kind of like it was you could tell they put a lot of thought into it, but for a good reason, you know, and uh, I think, the, so I was sort of, you know, excited to see what was going to happen, really. So.
3: Um, first of all, I'd say the guys that weren't there, we missed you. Next year, we want us all to go together. That'd be good, wouldn't it? I just want to say that yeah. first. Um, second of all, uh, when we walked in, we, we walked in right as it was starting, really, so we were stood on the balcony looking over, and they were singing you know, the Lion and the Lamb, which we sing here and hearing 1500 men <laughs> oh, here we go again <laughs> <laughs> hearing 1500 men like gruffly sing out our God is the Lion, the Lion yeah. of Judah roaring yeah. in power, fighting our battles, was like uh, I don't know why, I don't know why I, I've not analysed why I'm finding it emotional yet, <laughs> but it was uh, it hits you it's just a, such a it's not a very manly word, but it's a beautiful thing just to hear men together. You only usually hear that voice in like a football crowd or something, but just to hear men singing out that that truth um, was just um, amazing, and it was yeah. the, whole, the whole time we were there as well.
0: I... Um... I, I'm very conscious of what Sue said earlier about being negative, and I, I'm, I'm naturally kind of prone to being a, a bit of a cynical person. I think when when I arrived, I didn't really know what I was going to, and and when we got in, and the we we, we arrived a little bit late, and so the doors to start with were shut and they blacked it out and they wouldn't let us in until after they'd done the like the preamble thing, and we could just hear these noises coming out of the main room, and we got in and there were like lights and smoke machine, and it was loud, and there were two drum kits, I don't know why, and it, I just sort of thought like. Something in me was just like, "What? What have I come to?" And I, just, I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't quite. Wait, we're among brothers. I've got to be honest. But like, I, could, I couldn't quite. I, I, yeah, I couldn't. I didn't know what to focus on. And I was. I found it to start with really difficult. And so I just kind of had a moment, and I had a quiet word with God, and I was like, "Look, what, I don't know. I don't know where to look. I don't know where you are." And and I just felt him kind of say, "Like, I'm, I'm here still, and I'm the same. I'm the same God that is that's here now. I'm the same person, and just kind of." Open your open your eyes, open your heart. Let it let it happen, mm-hmm. and uh, and it did. And I was I was quickly one around. So it it wasn't as uh, it wasn't all bad. But um, I, feel, I feel like I've been negative, so I'm sorry. No, no, no <laughs> carry on. Um,
4: I've, I've been to other conferences with other groups and things, and uh, the difference about this one was it was very musical and very very loud. Other conferences I've been to, it's basically, oh, you're going to pray now, you're going to, like, do a bit of worship, and now we're going to pray again, and then we're going to have the word, and then you're going to pray again, and it's, and I, there's nothing wrong with that, nothing wrong with that, at all, prayer is a strong weapon, but this was very musical, it was basically, I think it was more of a refresher for the soul, and it was basically like, now we're going to knock the stuffing out of you with the drums. <laughs> We're going to knock it out of you and then we're going to reshape you and then we're going to let you back out into the society. And that's what I got yeah, basically from the music because it was like just refresh everything. So there wasn't anywhere to hide. You got like all these men around you and it's like, well, what are you going to do? <laughs> you're going to sit down, you sit down. You want to stand up, you stand up. You're going to sing, you're going to sing. But it was, it was amazing. I, I've, I've been to some before, but this was better than the rest. Um, yeah, so when I first got there,
5: I was a bit bit like sam wasn't a bit cynical but i was thought i did think oh no i don't think this is going to be my sort of thing um obviously later on uh, that my mind that my mind changed but when i was there i was i just thought i didn't have any uh preconceptions of what it'd be like i thought it'd be just got a couple of hundred men we'd listen to some guys preach be a f- bit of worship but it was it was massive and um yeah being at the back um, in the balcony for the first night was quite a good experience because you sort of see, like Tom was saying, seeing all those men like give it all out to God, like big, strong, burly men. And um, yeah, <laughs> um, for someone that during worship I always tend to have a bit of a guard, I don't like getting emotional and stuff like that. And um, seeing all these big, massive, strong men some of them, and um, proper, like, man's man. <laughs> Not myself over there, but, um, yeah. only brought you in because you, you were hiding. Um, yeah, so, so seeing all the, those, I, I found it really inspiring, and, um, yeah, uh, more. I'll, I'll talk more about how the weekend sort of developed, but they were my first impressions, and, um, Yeah.
6: I realise the error of being down this end of the line is that you're you kind of going to think of um, But I think, you know, I'm similar to Sam in some ways, that I'm quite cynical, um, detail-conscious slash critical sometimes. So that's just my nature. It doesn't mean it's, you know... I can go on and talk about what that means, but anyway. Um, so first impressions. Uh, I, I was overwhelmed by the scale of it, to be honest. Um, you know, not just the scale of the conference, but the... Um, just the, the building, the building, the, the, the organization that clearly goes into that. But, you know, I'm quite a technical person and all the, all the technical aspects of, of what goes into making that kind of production, um, it was quite overwhelming. Um, the, the drum kits particularly, yeah, the, for, I'm, you know, try not to be critical. Uh, the drum kits were incredibly overwhelming, um, particularly the kick drum. Well, the kick drum you could actually feel in your chest. It was like a defibrillator. Um, LAUGHTER for all but the last session. Um, yeah, put my sound engineer's hat on. Um, and I also was kind of, you know, cynical about performance versus praise versus, versus honesty, okay? Because, you know, um, for me, you know, those two things have to align. Otherwise, I'm just not bothered. I'm not in it. Um, so, you know, so, you know, to see people incredibly excited... At that point in time, you know, visibly, that's not my nature. I kind of have to warm up yeah. to that. Um, so I, I was just kind of fighting that cynic, cynical nature in, in myself, um, you know, the, and, 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 you know, sort of putting my trust in God that the, the honesty and the, the outpouring of that were, were aligned. Um, and to be honest, you know, that, that was, that's if the, these are first impressions, not last impressions. No, yeah, no, no, that's um, not that. So we people. can, yeah. you know, we we'll, can talk about a bit more about that um, later. Okay.
7: Have right, I, I something now? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, like some of guys, like <clears throat> it takes me a while to sort of warm up in a bigger church, but like, yeah, I think you realise it's about your heart and kind of where you're going. So, um, and, and I deal a bit over there. Um, <clears throat> I think one thing I thought I thought was really good, and they were really good straight away. Out was they were just really direct. They were like, we're, we're all men. Like men like it straight, so we're just going to tell you how it is. And Um, throughout the weekend actually there was a few things like that they were like we know what your issues are everyone knows what our issues are so we're just going to talk about it and um, when those people got saved people were clapping and the pastor got up and he's like we don't want golf claps for people giving their lives to Jesus like come on let's go for it and and I think that was really good to just yeah when there's a time and place for it but just to be able to just like let's talk about it straight was good
8: um, not very religion related, but my genuine first thought was: there's lots of lights, there's smoke machines, and there was no epilepsy warning. Uh, at <laughs> <laughs> not, not that I am epileptic, but I would be surprised if there weren't a few in there, uh, and, and I think they maybe should have put a warning up.
9: And <laughs> uh, over. Oh, the... The last two weeks, I really felt God waking in our lives. So I went to the conference with great expectation that, that God was going to sleep. And it seemed like I went. In the conference, I just felt the presence of God, and it felt powerful. And I you knew, God won't go into move during the weekend. Thank
1: thank you, Chris. Um, <clears throat> I think, often as Susan was saying, in life our hearts can become uh, so hard that it takes a good while in the heat for hearts to begin to melt. And uh, I think we can, we can sort of sorry. Uh, I think we can often get through a Sunday. And our heart begins to warm a little bit. But then Monday morning, we're back into the rat race. We're back into putting up our guards. We're back into trying to achieve things for me, myself, and my family. Um, And I think what the guys, in fact, one or two have said to me is, as the the weekend or the week or the day or whatever it was was going forward, their hearts were beginning to open and beginning to melt and beginning to the guards were starting to come down and they're beginning to realize that it's not, not just me who worships God, everyone's here is worshiping God and started to get into the, uh, the swing of things, if you like, which was great. So just, time's moving so fast, but I wanted to know from each one of you, um, what did God show you? So I asked you, I asked you about the beginning, what your reaction was at the beginning. So let's fast forward to the to the end, and you can include anything that God sp- particularly spoke to you about. Uh, but at the end of the twenty four hours, I think it was, at the end of it, what did you go away with? Uh, t- to be honest,
2: I was still kind of processing a lot of what's because there was a lot of teaching, there was a lot of input, and um, I think it, it was the last session and we were singing a song called uh, You Can Have It All uh, Bethel song and, uh, and that's just been quite a powerful song for me for quite a few months Just and, and as we were singing that it was like all of it, the, because they talked about a lot of issues a lot of the sessions were all about you know the things that we go through and, and it was just the reality God was just bringing back the reality of he needs to have it all <laughs> he needs every part of my life and I'm very good at you know, just putting things in boxes and and separating a lot of, you can have this bit and this bit, but it was just, it really came during that song and I, just, I was just crying and it just really hit me, like God, you know, you can have it all, you can have every part of me and, and a lot of what obviously the theme of the conference was about fighting um, fighting the good faith and but it's like we can't fight until we've surrendered. We can't, until we've given everything to God, then he fights our battles for us. And, mm-hmm. uh, otherwise, we're just trying to do it in our own strength. And uh, it, that, that's what really sort of, um, I kind of came away with, that I, I need to just, f- a fresh surrender to God. And, and that's what I did in that, in that last sort of uh, session. And uh, every detail of my life, every responsibility, as men, um, we have responsibilities and we have family and work and all of these things, but it's surrendering everything to Him and then letting Him fight the battles. And, then, and as we're standing and as we're to be strong as men, it, it's His strength in us. And, um, yeah.
1: Great.
3: I always find that these kind of events, when, when, you're, in, when you're worshipping and you're feeling completely. Uh, just lost in worship in that place. I always think how um, how courageous I feel at that time. Like, whatever, I, I just feel such boldness. I could do, I could do anything for you, Jesus. And, and you leave, and then you start getting pounded with doubts and worry and fear again. But in that moment, you feel so, such courage stood there. And even things in life that don't make sense like just complete peace you know just that i mean there's one time last night at the end we we're all singing you know i stand i'm so hard abandoned that song and just all the hands in the air and i was just thinking the the courage that was in that room at that at that time of the men um and men sometimes are so missing in our society missing in church missing in all kinds of ways but i was just thinking when men are surrendered to god like the potential and the power that there is in that when they actually, you know, rise up and are not trying to just put on the perfect male face. i am got it all together and I've got it sorted and I know more than you. And You know, that sort of ridiculous bravado, which is a massive lie. Um, but yeah, when men feel um, confident and purposed, how powerful that is. And I think uh, one of the challenges to... Wives particularly is to build your husband up Mm -hmm. like us men. We get a lot of flack in all kinds of places Um, You know It's so hard to know what being a man looks like in 2017 so many different expectations build your husband up because when you've got a husband that is or your future husband or whatever it might be build him up because when you've got a courageous bold husband that has got something of that courage that I saw last night, then that's mm-hmm. where stuff can start that's good. Yeah. happening.
0: I, um, I really liked just how, how honest the whole kind of, I guess, day, weekend was. Um, like Matt said, they didn't, like, didn't shy away from just kind of confronting issues and say, right, this is what's going on. And, I, and one of the things that I really, really did value was that how honest they were about how difficult life can be. I think quite, quite often you go to something like that and they just tell you that you're beautiful and special and treasured and maybe I've been going to the women's ones, I don't know. But, <laughs> but, but actually they, they were quite open about it. They said, yeah, it's like life's difficult and, and the, the talk yesterday morning was about seasons and, and based on Ecclesiastes um, and the guy was saying actually, if, like, the, the guarantee is that seasons will change and sometimes life will be good but sometimes... Things will be hard. Sometimes you won't be in a season of blessing. You won't be in a season of, of great health and well-being. You, it might be difficult. Uh, but actually, if you find your contentment in what the season is, you're only happy some of the time. And we need to find our contentment in, in the fact that Jesus is sufficient and, and know that even in the difficult seasons, there's stuff growing in the ground, there's stuff going on underground that we need for the, for the kind of the seasons that we, we're looking forward to later. Um, and the, the thing that kind of stuck with me um, from that is the, the verse from John 16. Um, In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. And, uh, and it, the, yeah, the idea was, yeah, if it's not if it's not good, it's not the end. Which is, I think, a line from the Best Exotic Marigold Hotel. Everything I'm not going to do. No, but yeah, if it's not if it's not good, it's not all right. It's not the end, um, and that I
4: found really encouraging. Hello. <laughs>
1: Carry on, carry on.
4: Uh, it, was, it, was, it was an interesting weekend. I mean, as I say, it was, um, was going to rebuild you. I mean, it's, it's one of those where you'll, you'll, you'll go in and it's like, um, what have I walked into? Um, am I going to let my guard down? Am I going to be myself or am I going to be the Christian that God wants me to be? I mean, I'm, I'm, I've always been a big man. I've always been this man that's like, yeah, I'll, I'll get in there and I'll have a go and I'll do what I have to do to sort things out. Um... But since coming to Jesus, I've had to learn and relearn what being a man is.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Because, I mean, as, as Tim, Tom, Tom, there's so many T's in this place. It's <laughs> <laughs> as Tim just said, I mean, you need courage. But it's not the male courage. It's not the, the courage that you're going to do this, you're going to do that. It's, it's the courage that God gives you. It's the courage that God has set before you that you're going to step into. I mean, there was a lot of stuff about... I mean, it's, it went on. It went from fatherhood to child, to being children to being grandparents. I mean, the, when they did the stand-up for the guys, it was like, right, now choose the 18- to 24-year-olds. Five or six of them got up. Massive cheer from the guys. I mean, you've got 1,600 guys, 1,400, 1,600 guys of all ages cheering for just the five or six that have just stood up. And it was, like, amazing to feel that vibe... God loves everybody and he he loves any any time that somebody comes to Christ. Mm -hmm. The 28 guys that walked forward and they came to Christ and the, the spiritual encounter that happened then was they all put their arms around each other without even knowing it. And it was like, wow, God's just shown them that they're in a brotherhood. They're not just Christians by themselves. My walk has been, for the last few years, alone in Christ because I've not had a church, we've not had a brotherhood, we've not had a family because we obviously fell out and things happened. But then we've come back into a family, and the family of believers, and then to be shown that there is an even bigger brotherhood out there, yeah. an even bigger family of Christians, that was the amazing part of this weekend. I mean, we walk in our walk, and as Tom just said, <laughs> we, we need to be built up. I didn't realise how much of myself was coming back in, in our walk without the church. If I hadn't gone to this weekend and realized again exactly where I should be in Christ, then it would have been a different story. But it was an amazing weekend. I mean, um, there was a bit that stuck with me and how to be a father to your son. And it was like, ah, hang on. I've been doing it the way my dad did it. Should I not be doing it the way God does it? Mm -hmm. And that was what I had to keep on reminding myself over the weekend. Look what you've been doing and then remember what you should be doing. And that was a good teaching. I mean, there were so many other teachings about the seasons. Again, you had time going on and time being stepped. And it was, it was uh, one of those weekends where a man could actually sit back and go, do you know what? I'm not listening to the wife this weekend. I'm listening to God. <laughs> and it was. It was basically God was speaking all the way through the weekend. Even though when we first got there, um, we, we, we obviously got delayed. There was no parking. I mean, that's how many people there were there. We had to park nearly three streets away and then walk to the event. So we're trying to get Chris up there as quickly as possible in his wheelchair. Come on, quick, quick, quick. We've got to get there. But then when we got there and the doors were closed, I was like, I'm missing the beginning of the event. What's going on? But then when we went upstairs and we had a look down and the guys were saying, it was amazing. I mean, I've I've never seen that many Christian men together and just releasing, releasing to God. And it was amazing. Amazing. Brilliant. We walk in this walk as a Christian and we think, oh, we're a Christian. Everybody else is like there's There's other, other religions, other people that don't believe. They don't care. It's like, well, I've got mine and I'm doing this. And they're always putting it on you and always landing it on you. And you're always picking it up and you're always standing with it. But then when you go to an event like this, you can just unload. And God, as I say, he rebuilt me this weekend. So hopefully, if I carry on in that way, Who knows? is in control. I'm not in control anymore.
1: Amen.
5: Um, yeah. So after being a bit sort of um, critical at the start, um, I think it was when Nick. Sometimes <laughs> <laughs> I forgot his name now. But the uh, the guy who spoke. Um, uh, Steve. Yeah. Is it Steve? The seasons yeah. when he spoke
1: about seasons.
5: He's young. I don't think he was meant to speak as well.
1: But oh, so, yes. The, the pastor from Leeds.
5: Yeah, um, so there's a chap who spoke about seasons, and um, I think that's when I sort of started to soften up and really start to uh, take it all in. And um, Dave,
1: Dave Niblock.
5: Yeah, and oh, um, I think when, um, when they were doing the chairs for all the different generations of men in the room, and I think it was when it got to the uh, oldest generation, when it was like 80 plus. Yeah, eighty plus and then seeing men in the twilight of the years but still going to a man's conference, still you know Yeah, hungry for God. And I think that I think yeah, there was a lot of men, um, you could see who got a bit of emotion with it. But it was it was the the resounding, you know, applause that they got. Um, but the the funny thing was when we were talking about seasons and um, I thought yeah we've just got a house and things like that, and we're in a new season in our life. And um, it made me think about um, our season coming up. And um, the funny thing was, uh, my Mrs. Charlene, she um, sent me a funny picture in the morning, like lots of things. She just picked up an apple tree, and uh, this is how random um, uh, Charlene showing can be. She just sent, like, a picture of, like, uh, a tree with a roots for the <laughs> apple tree, and I thought... And I thought in the morning, what, what on earth have you sent me that? I don't, you know, great, got an apple tree, but I'm, no, I, I'm definitely no gardener, as Jack will testify to that. But um, I thought, what have you sent me that for? And it wasn't until the preach, where they talking about seasons, I, God just kept planting this image that, you know, um, this new season, I need to plant strong roots. And I just kept reverting back to that, um, <coughs> that picture so, um yeah I mean I, honestly i've t- taken so much from it um, when the american guy again he wasn 't meant to preach, but he um, he got drafted in because uh, another chap couldn 't um, his mum was taken ill, but he was he was really powerful Earl, um, yeah, Earl or yeah. yeah he was he was so good, and he was talking about some of his experiences, and he even spoke about at a time when you know, he sort of slipped up in his walk, and this is a preacher, you think they've all got it together, they don't sort of slip up and that sort of thing. And um, when he was talking about his experience, I thought, you know, even a, a God, a, a man of, you know, on fire for God that much, he was speaking how he slipped up. I just thought, you know, that that really spoke to me. And then um, he he spoke to me about, you know, how the enemy schemes. So it, it just got me declaring about some of the insecurities and things that you know that the enemy lays in me. Like I won't go into because I'll probably break down. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Um, but yeah, you, you spoke about things like that, and um... yeah, and I I've got them down, and I just I keep saying them to say, repeating them to say that you know it's not true. They're they're enemy. They're just the enemy's lies and. um... But the last thing I took was don't just rely on goosebumps to get you get you through it's the truth of God's word so I don't want it just be a weekend thing and then it just to filter out that you know this is a time to lay strong roots
1: okay if we can just move along a wee bit quicker <laughs> the guys usually have got nothing to say but uh, give them a microphone no
6: uh, yeah no pressure yeah I'll, I'll uh, put the preach down there. <laughs> um, so for me, it was also the, sea- the season's talk was really powerful. It, it, it kind of slotted into something that was already happening for me. Um, and the thing I took away, well, the thing I didn't take away, but the thing that w- was part of that and the key thing for me is that the facts don't change the truth. And so in, in a season of your life where you know, things are going horribly wrong and, and you've made some stupid mistakes and... You know basically throwing things away or whatever that might be, um, or you, you, you know that things are incredibly broken. those are the facts of life yeah that's the season you're in um the season will change, but the facts at that point in time are that things are broken um but the, the truth is is, is jeremiah twenty nine eleven yeah so yes, uh, I have a plan for you plan to prosper you not to harm you that's god's prosperity, not our perspective you know um, hope, God's hope, and God's future. Yeah. So, so the season that you're in right now <coughs> shouldn't define you. Um, you know that Jeremiah 11 uh, and the promises there should define you. So the facts don't change the truth. And as Jack mentioned it, you know, we were talking about this a bit earlier, but the truth can change the facts. Yeah. So that's why I took away. And and you know it's a lot to unfold um, yeah. there. Um, but now is not the time. <laughs>
7: Um, yeah, there was, there's a lot of talk about like fighting a good fight, and there was a picture of him. He wore some boxing gloves for a bit before, and there was lots of like, <laughs> um, and, um, and 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 I, I don't even want to say it on the stage actually, but what God said to me was about like, men, you know, men are kind of traditionally more powerful, you know, kind of physically or whatever, or that stature, and, um, and it's kind of different in different people, but you know. Men have power, if you like, and and it's our job to to empower, to give that away, um, and to, to empower our wives, to empower our children. Um. And so, and one thing they talked about was they talked about brotherhood a lot, and there's a lot of that sort of language, which is great. Um, And they said about you know get around people who who are who care about your destiny and are going to help you. So, you know whether whether you went to the conference or not, whether you're a man, whether you're a woman as well. Obviously, like we need to be around people, and, and this people in this church, we need to be people who care about each other's destinies and are helping each other to to get there. Um, and I thought that was, that's well. Like we we empower each other, kind of as brothers, as sisters, as families. Um, and it can be it can be vulnerable if you give away all your power as well. You know, you're taking a massive risk. And it's it's is 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 it then you get God's strength. Um, to fill that in and obviously yeah god doesn't let us down but uh, yeah i just i felt that there was there was um just quickly as well they had, they had the compassion thing there as well and they had the compassion the charity you know child sponsorship charity and they had an experience as well where you could go you sort of walked through like a story with with a, one of the children and um, and yeah god's just challenging us like there were there are hurting broken people in the world you know there's orphans the widows like it's it's up to us to to empower them
8: Um, I probably took most from it. Well, I took lots of things, but I don't want to repeat things, so I've thought of something new. Um, So, so like, in my life, I quite compartmentalise. So I've got Christian Ray, who who comes to church, and then he goes to Thursdays. And then I've got um, semi-Christian Ray, who's at home with Emma. Like, you know, doesn't need to be too Christian, but he has his moments. And then then there's, like, work Ray, or, like, certain groups of my friends, where where you get non-Christian Ray. Not that I'm, you know... A terrible person or anything like that, um, but but where maybe God isn't really in my life, and and I guess you know we all pray and ask God to help us with certain things like you know oh, I've got an exam coming up or someone's unwell or something like that, but but the the parts of my life where I might be work ray and I think I'm doing fine without God really very much. I think if I involve God in those more. What, what more I could do or what more we could do or what we all could do with that in all aspects of our life when we don't really think we need God in some of it. So, yeah, just about including God in everything, really, not just when you need him and in and here.
1: Great. Thank you. One more to come.
9: <laughs> uh, there moments in the week and we told me further season talk, like, right? I spent the past of the year really seeking what I want, like, right? a girlfriend or a job, and that season talk made me realize that Actually, God knows the best thing, and it's not because you not got what you want. Do doesn't mean God is not working. He waking, working, and he preparing you for what you have, so... He is actually pray And that night, the warrior healing time, where they call people up for healing, and I was like, should they go, should they not? And me they went up, and they were praying over me. It was quite a weird feeling, I, like, I was like, am I going to stand up and walk? Is that what God wants me to? Then I he thought, hey God, and he will write. Like, don't overthink the you enjoy the moment and I will do the right thing sure. for you. So yes, it's been a great weekend.
1: Amen. Amen. Look, <clears throat> you know, God is our healer. Jehovah Rophi. He is our healer. And God is healing parts of your life that you don't even think about. And often we we go to him with the the immediate uh, concern. Lord, I need healing here. And God says, I see that. But actually, I'm healing somewhere else in your life right now. And you think, oh yeah, but that's not important. God says, no, that's number one on my list. That's what I'm dealing with. That's what I'm healing you of right now. And maybe I'll get down to your immediate concern. But our immediate concerns uh, sometimes don't line up with his immediate concerns. So God is our healer. And there's been healing going on uh, all over with our guys uh, this last 24 hours. In areas maybe they didn't expect to be healed with during the last 24 hours. But I'm going to do something uh, slightly different this morning. Um, my grandchildren are desperate to come in. Um, but what we're going to do is... Um, did you see the picture of all the guys at the front with their arms around each other's shoulders? What I thought we would do is um, all the guys in the room, if you're up for this, we got on the stage and we put our arms around because we're all in this together. And then I'm going to get Sue to pray for us as men in the church, as men in our families, as men uh, that God wants to use in our nation, in our city. Uh, What's going on here? See, I'll have to be careful not to turn my back on these guys because you never know what's going on. (laughs) Um, um, And we're all in this together. So are you up for that, guys? Yes, men? So come and join us on the stage. And we'll put our arms around each other. And then Sue, on behalf of the ladies, on behalf of the church, will pray for us as guys. So, come on, guys. Up we come. Up become come, Matt. Just grab a man. <laughs> Men. Ladies, you stay where you are. <laughs> That's it. Okay, and with that, we'll close.
10: Father, you know, as you look at these men, God, I can just see your face smiling down upon them. Mm -hmm. Lord, you just, uh, you just delight in who they are, Father. You delight in the fact that they can be real, Uh, Father, that sometimes, yeah, there's things they hold in and they don't express and they maybe don't talk about, but God, you see every intimate detail, every single part of their being, the way they're created, the way they're put together, Uh, inner deep thoughts, Lord, their confusion, their anger, their frustration, all those things, God, you see everything. And yet, God, you have created these men to be mighty warriors of God, Mm -hmm. mighty warriors for the kingdom of God for such a time as this, Father. So, Father, we just pray, God, as each one rises up, Lord, as each one steps out in faith, as each one uh, goes deeper with you, Father, that they will believe that you are the king of kings and that you are the lord of lords of their life and lord as they put you centre in their life as they focus more deeply into who you are, the creator God, the yes yes, I am, you are the, the alpha and omega, that you know the beginning from the end, that you know the direction their life is going, that father as each man completely surrenders to you, mm-hmm. they submit their will, they submit their fears, they submit their doubt, their their whole thing that is a burden on their life, they surrender it at the foot of the cross and they come before a mighty God who will lift up those burdens, who will lift up those responsibilities, Father. And Father, you will turn them into something amazing and beautiful, Lord, that will just create an incredible perfume into you, Father, of praise and worship. Father, we thank you that men can worship, that men can come together, and there is power in that, and there is might in that. Lord, I pray that their worship will grow, yes. Father, that it won't just be a, a, a slight thing that happens now and then, but Lord, it will become a life changing event in their life, that it will impact so deep within every source and sinew of their being, Father, that they will wake up in the morning rejoicing in who you are in their. Their life, Father, we pray, God, that you just transform their whole being, their mind, their spirit, their soul. God, that they will not surrender to the lies of the enemy anymore, but they will rise up in power and majesty. That they will look to the you, Father, knowing that you are their healer, Lord, that you are the king that can change their life and transform everything that they go through. Mm-hmm. So, Father, I thank you that your love is upon them. I pray for supernatural. Protection and healing and love, Lord, to come upon these guys, Father, that they will rise up to be men, Lord, that their wives can be proud of, that their sons and daughters can be proud of, that, Lord, their future, Lord, that you have in their hands, whether they're married or single, Lord, you know that you have a plan and a purpose for each of their life. So, Father, I pray as they come before you, that they will just say, yes, Father, I surrender, I trust you in my future. I trust you in my future. So, Father, we just pray right now, God, that you would just come, Lord, and touch each one individually, each situation individually, that, Father, they will stand up. For they will be men for this next generation. That they will rise up to stand and speak for this next generation. That, Lord, they will see your kingdom come. And your will be done in and each each life here. Lord, for your kingdom. I pray that now in your mighty name, Father. Amen. Mm -hmm.